Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives, all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Iniquity is habitual sin, stuff that you can't stop. David is praying, let not that have dominion over my life. You can't stop doing what you want to do. You can't stop pornography. You can't stop drugs. You can't, it just doesn't matter. what. That means you're under dominion. David prayed to be in charge of his life and have dominion over his own life. I mean, you've heard me say this before. If you can tell yourself what to do, you're really getting it done. I really believe that. All everybody who wants to tell everybody else what to do, start telling yourself what to do and, and let me know how that works. If you can tell yourself, it's amazing how people who have low levels of victory in so many areas could tell you what you don't know about yourself but never look in the mirror. It's amazing. The Bible says that, you know, you're supposed to look into the law of liberty, but if you're a forgetful person, you forget what sort of man you're supposed to be. I used this illustration in Kennywood. How many of you been to Kennywood? It's been a long time. We haven't been to Kennywood for 30 years, 20 years. I don't know if those mirrors are still there, but you remember those mirrors that one makes you real fat, one makes you real skinny, one makes you real tall? The only thing that doesn't make you look like that is that. If you look in any other mirror, it'll be distorted. This is the true mirror of your life. You can look in here and see yourself for who you really are. If you use anything beside this, you can pretend you're somebody else. The word locates you. I have read it by myself and got so convicted. Just reading my Bible get convicted terribly. God just corner me and, and, and say, that's you. The word is what you use to look into, not other people. Because other people have issues, other people have problems. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. If I don't follow Christ, don't follow me is pretty much what he's saying. Amen. So David prayed to get rid of habitual sin. Turn to James chapter 4 real quick. James 4, 1. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even from your lust that war in your members? So strife comes from lust that's inside you. Uh-oh. So he said, you lust and you have not. That's a mean person, by the way. Somebody who's lusting and can't get what they want is usually mean. Because the next thing you want to do is kill. And desire to have but cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not because you ask not. You can fight or you can humble yourself and ask God. Humility will ask God. 
Pride will fight with humanity and say, you aren't, you're doing this to me. You're not giving it to me. The reason I'm here is you. That is pride. Humility will ask God. That's a big one. Remember that. That's huge. Humble people pray. Arrogant people fight. You ask, him, uh, you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. Do you realize it doesn't matter? This sounds like material things. But it's not. It's everything. You could ask and not get what you're praying for because what you want it for is not the right reason. See, that's all personal accountability to God. That means you can pray all you want, and if it's not for what he's looking for, Norval Hayes was really hard. I mean, he'd say it in a strong way. Norval would say, if you don't believe God right, you get an F. You just don't get it. <laughs> you fail the class. You're not going to get it. He was tough. You know what he even said one day? He goes, pray for yourself, you old lazy thing, because <laughs> somebody was wanting him to pray for him. He says, pray for yourself. You How would you like your pastor? Go, pray for yourself, you old lazy thing. <laughs> oh, my. Norval is an evangelist. He really wasn't a pastor, so he didn't have to keep his people more than one week. <laughs> so I don't, figure, I don't figure he'd do that if he came every Sunday, you know what I mean? But I'll tell you this much. If you had a cancer, you can listen to Norval. Call Norval. Norval will pray till you're delivered because he's diligent, and he'll stay there till it's done. Anyway, uh, so David didn't want to have dominion. So anyway... You adulterers and adulterers, you know, excuse me, you know not that the friendship with the world, man, he goes right into friendship with the world. He's saying that if you want what the world's got, it's the enemy of God. Enmity, which is in Genesis 1. He said, enmity, there'll be strong hatred between the devil and Jesus, it said in Genesis. That's the word he used. It's your love for the world that causes you to want things that aren't right. I've watched people. They get real excited about serving God. Then they want to stick in what they want to do or do what they want to do because they're living in two places. You have to pick a side to have power. Even Jesus said, at least the heathen knew that he was going to be thrown out. So he, he canceled everybody's bills and went clear to the other side because he knew he couldn't live in the middle. How many of you know the story I'm talking about where the, the, the guy owed the master money and he went out and canceled half the bills for the master so he could get the allegiance of the people because he knew he had to pick a side, right? That means he's almost saying, if you're going out in the world, just go. And I'm not telling you to do that, but he is telling you to pick a side. Lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. So uh, whosoever therefore is the friend of the world is an enemy of God. Ooh, that's strong, isn't it? If you're friends with the world, God says you're an enemy. Now, it doesn't mean you get out of the world. Jesus said, I pray for them, Father, because they're in the world. He didn't pray that they get out of the world. He prayed for them because they were in the world. So you're supposed to be in the world. You're supposed to be involved in it and its places. But you're supposed to do it as an ambassador instead of a member. You with me? You're supposed to be an ambassador in this world 
instead of a resident. Your residence is in a different place. If you were of this world, the world would love you as its own. But you are not of this world, the Bible says. Sometimes I think we try to make ourselves too permanent here. It's, it's the way you look at life that you don't have to know everything. You can live in the unknown and trust God as long as you obey Him. You see, when you can't see it coming out, you, you might want to do what you want to do, and it'll come out the way He said that's going to come out too. You understand that? In other words, if He says, I set before you life and death, choose life to die and thy seed may live. It was kind of like I told you I used to smoke. How can I believe God for healing and just keep putting that carbon dioxide and nicotine in my lungs all them years? I'm defying myself. I'm defying God and I'm defying my temple. So how can I expect a different result when I'm not doing what he told me to do? How can I get what he told me I would get if I didn't do what he said? This sounds so fundamental. But it's really, victory is fundamental. Victory is fundamental. The fundamentals are what put you over. Let's stand to our feet this morning. God... I thank you that the word is true. I thank you that you, Lord, I thank you that we listen to you so well that we don't bite into bad deals, bad transactions, because we measure our transactions by proverbs and wisdom. I thank you, God, that we don't enter into bad marriages because we read what the Bible says a good wife is and what a husband is. Father, I thank you that we enter into divine health because we obey the word concerning our diets and having our bodies in subjection. I thank you, Lord. You said you'd bless our bread and water and you'd remove sickness and disease from our midst. God, you also said that our children would come out of the womb whole. And fine, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, you said, when a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies are at peace. They might still be your enemies, but you'll have peace with them. And they won't touch you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, it's funny. These, I want to have an altar call. But I got to preempt them nowadays. If you come up here. And you tell God you're going to do it. You know you're giving your word, right? So I'm going to leave that up to you. Because the last thing you ever want to do is make a commitment to God and not pay your vow or not keep it. So if you want to come up here this morning and you want to promise God something, you've got to do that on your own today. You will have to do it yourself. I... I, I I don't want to be one of them preachers, and they're good preachers, and I believe in it, but I think after you've been saved a while, you don't need somebody to sell you on anything. I think you've got to make adult, Christian adult choices because you don't need to come up and not keep your word to God once you mature. It hurts you. It's kind of like signing a contract and not keeping it. It's in there with that. You know, you, the, the creditors come after you, right? The curse comes after you. So if you want to make a commitment to God that you're going to take him at his word in the areas that he spoke to you about this morning, please come up here right now. 
Come up right now. Don't be ashamed. Just, just come up. Because God's no respecter of persons. Whoever says they're going to do it, they're going to get what God's got for them. Father, I thank you this morning. I thank you, God, for the lives of these people being changed. Bless them this morning. Thank you, God. These, are, these will be people that go into greatness because of their consecration to God. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.